Salam alaikum and welcome back to another episode of Manifesting Muslima. I'm your host Zara Pedersen and today we're going to talk about guilt and shame and those feelings that can come up for us when we are trying to manifest more things into our lives. Especially um, when we have to sit down and make the dua for the things that we truly want. When we are sitting in that conversation in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we have to verbalize, you know, this is what I want. This is what I need. This would be nice. All of these things. Um, it's such a common feeling for a lot of people to have. And I've certainly received uh, lots of comments and messages from you lot, um, you know, basically just confirming to me that this is quite a big, um, quite a big thing for a lot of you. So let's talk about it a little bit and put some words on it and figure out a way that we can use this or like reframe this in a way that is more helpful to us in the long run. So the guilt and the shame can come from a lot of things when we're sitting in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and wanting to make the dua. One of the common things that I hear, especially right now, and also because I literally, you know, started up manifesting Muslimah, um, I, th I think around the time that everything that is happening in Gaza started to happen um, on, on, on a more visible scale. Um, because let's be real, this is not new. It's been going on for many, many years. But... I kind of started it at the same time, around the same time as everything sort of started to unfold there um, on a more visible scale. And as a result, when I would sit and record videos about, you know, ask Allah for what you want and don't be coy and when you're making your duhas and these things, I did get comments from people saying, right, I'm just, I'm the only thing I can pray for is peace in the Middle East. The only thing I can pray for are my brothers and sisters in Gaza. Um, I can't ask for anything when I know there is suffering around the world. I would get a lot of those. And then it kind of, <coughs> excuse me, excuse me. I apologize. That was probably really loud in the microphone because she's sitting right here with me. Um, so I apologize for that. Um, and then it dwindled off a little bit because I think there's that sense of normalcy that kind of has to come in uh, for, our, for us all for a moment where we're like, okay, kind of adjusting, like, okay, is this our new norm? How are we going to deal with this? And then it started up again when we realized, oh my gosh, this is, this is continuing on, like this is still going on. Um, and then I started getting messages from people saying like, I don't know how to deal with it. I don't know how I can ask for more. I'm starting to feel ungrateful because there are so many horrible things happening around the world. How could I possibly ask Allah to bless me when other people around the world are suffering? So it's a very common con concern to have and, and it can be really difficult to overcome um, specifically because, you know, those of us who are capable of feeling shame and guilt often don't control that those feelings we can't shut them off when we feel them it's hard for us to ignore them they're there for a reason because we're empathetic people and we feel for other people um and so when we have to sit down in front of Allah and start asking for things that we want it can be really hard to overcome those feelings but my darling this is what I would like to say to you and remind you of in this episode, uh, first and foremost, is that um, you asking for more things for yourself and also asking uh, for, uh, I don't know if you want to say peace in the Middle East or for a ceasefire or whatever else it is that you might be asking for, 
Um, those two things are not mutually exclusive. You're allowed to have the blessings that you want while also praying for those who have less than you. The guilt perhaps could be because, again, you feel ungrateful that you even ask for more when there are people going through these atrocities um, in Gaza right now and even just around the world in general. You know, before Gaza, there were other things that, you know, or before what's going on right now uh, in Gaza, there were other things around the world that we could have also said, you know, I don't know how I feel about it because this, that and the other and these people are suffering and there are still poor people, there are still illnesses, um, all of these things. So this is like a, an ongoing thing. There will always be people in the world who are suffering and people who are blessed to be in a position where that kind of suffering is not something that they have to experience. Um, but you having been born and placed in the world in a situation where you don't have to suffer the way that these people are suffering or that it is not your first-hand experience doesn't mean that you have to feel shame or guilt for asking for more. If anything, it is actually, I, I would argue, uh, a place where we need to have a perspective change for ourselves when we're asking for more. So I actually would invite you to do a little exercise with yourself in terms of, you know, what it is that you actually want to manifest, the things that you're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless you with. And kind of reframe it a bit. So there are things, of course, that'll probably be like... Um, things that are literally just for you, you know, because you kind of want it. But then there might be other things as well where you're like, hey, um, if I'm asking for more money, um, it's not just a question of me being able to pay my bills, but if I have more money and I'm, I'm able to make more money, I can pay more money in zakat. I can give more to charity. The bigger impact that I have in my own everyday life, the bigger impact I can have on others as well. And the less stress I have in my everyday life, the more energy I can give to other people and other situations and be able to help other people. And so sometimes it's a question of a perspective change um, where it's not so much I'm only doing this for me, which may be the original reason to begin with. But once we start really looking at things uh, in, a, in a broader perspective, we start to understand that the more stress and concern and anxiety and doubts and all sorts of things that you have in your everyday life, the less capacity you will have to be there for other people and to help other people, even if it's just the people in your own community. Um, and so we have to remember that. We also have to look at the bigger picture. There has to be a perspective change, um, especially when we're thinking of like, oh, I'd like a, a nicer car or something. Well, maybe the car that you're driving now is costing you a fortune, which means because it needs to go to repairs all the time, which means that, you know, you have less money to give to charity and help, um, you know, in places around the world where they need that kind of assistance financially. Uh, it could be if you don't have a car or a bigger car, then maybe you can't volunteer to drive uh, somebody to their doctor's appointments or volunteer to drive kids to and from school. I don't know, like, I don't know where you are in the world, but there are plenty of reasons also why having the right tools that make the job easier can help you facilitate a better outreach in your own community and those around the world. So it, it, this is not about 
you forcing a narrative onto your manifestation. This is a question of you having a broader perspective so that you don't get caught up in, oh, I'm, I'm being ungrateful and I should, you know, wish for more and better because oftentimes the more and the better starts with ourselves. We can't, you know, pour from an empty cup. So we have to make sure our own cups are full as well. And whether or not you then think, well, it seems excessive or whatever, that might be the case for you that you might feel that way. But again, opening up that perspective and understanding what it would mean for you, not just in this immediate moment, but also, you know, in a larger in a larger picture of what it would do for you as a person with your energy, your patience, your ability to be there for other people, to be able to help to, um, you know, lend out resources, give out resources, things like that. There's also the um, guilt that we sometimes feel or shame uh, that we sometimes feel when we're sitting down in our diet and we're asking for more. And it's not guilt or shame for asking for more when other people are suffering. It's literally because we don't feel worthy because there may be things in our past we've done, we've sinned, we've transgressed, and we now don't feel worthy of asking Allah for more um, when he's already blessed us with a lot of other things. So we feel like, uh, who am I to ask Allah to bless me when I've knowingly in the past done something or said something, or I know I could be better or doing better, or I'm missing my salahs, I didn't fast last Ramadan, whatever it might be, okay? There will also be those of you out there who just don't feel worthy in sitting down and making a dua to Allah asking for more because you already feel like, you you feel like you owe Allah more <laughs> before Allah owes you anything. And while that could certainly be argued because we are Allah's servants and we are on this in this dunya to, you know, prove our worth to Allah. And it's certainly not for Allah to please us in this dunya. We also have to remember, though, that when we approach the duha, we're not approaching a God who holds grudges. We're not approaching a God who is petty. <laughs> we're not approaching a God who... Um, is basically just sitting there waiting for us to apologize and just seeing the bad things in us. We're not talking to a mean girl. We're not approaching a bully. We're approaching the most merciful, compassionate, graceful Lord we could ever even imagine. And then some, the most forgiving Lord we could imagine. And this is the the, the deity that we're approaching when we're sitting down in our dua. Now, of course, if there's something you've done, ask for forgiveness. Um, you know, make sure you do that from a place of sincerity that you're doing it because you mean it. But once you've done that, also trust and have faith that Allah, uh, that Allah sticks to his promise, which is if they ask for my, for my forgiveness, they will be given it. So stop holding on to things. If you've already sincerely asked for Allah's forgiveness, trust that it has been given to you and then let go of it. If you're struggling to let go of it, then that's between you and perhaps the therapist to work through. But don't place that upon Allah. Don't put that upon him because he is far greater than that. And he doesn't break the promises that he has made for us. So if we're approaching a dua and we feel less than worthy of receiving and even asking for things from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have to remember that the, the feeling of unworthiness is coming from ourselves.
It's not coming from Allah. The moment that you embrace Allah in your life as your Lord and the Prophet as his messenger and you believe in the angels and you're, you know, doing your best as a Muslim and have every intentions going forward as being a good Muslim and a good servant to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then you have to also believe that Allah doesn't see you as unworthy he sees all the um, possibilities for you he sees the possible greatness in you and he wants you to live up to that and if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can guide you through to a path um, and bless you with things in your path that'll make it easier for you to be his servant then he will not get in the way of that um, but of course in a lost divine timing right um, and sometimes yes that means even by blessing us with uh, I don't know a Maserati or a you know Louboutin heels like it's not that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cares about these things it's because he might bless us with the means to be able to go out and spend so that we are happy or that we feel more fulfilled in life or whatever it makes you feel when you buy those things so you know sometimes it's the little things because we are not deities we are not gods we are human and we have little stupid lizard brains or is it monkey brains i don't know whichever it is but either way we have these little brains that get excited about you know the the comforts in this dunya as well as knowing and and worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so don't put these things beside yourself and be like oh i hate that i hate that i want these things and i'm unworthy of it and whatever see it as a part of who you are in this dunya and Allah has created you as such as long as you don't make that the only reasons why you can be happy in this world don't be so um dependent on it um that you want that before you want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but approach the dua understanding and knowing that you're approaching the most merciful compassionate God there is um, there is no other God so you know, whatever version of God you think you're going to get is usually the one that you're going to get so make him a nice one and I say usually because you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to us I am to uh, I am to my servant as my servant thinks of me so make sure you're thinking of Allah in in a way that helps you come to him um, even in the du'as when we're asking for things so that we don't feel shame and guilt when we're coming into the du'as that is not what the du'a is there for the du'a is not there to make us feel bad it is there for us to give us a sense of relief to give us a moment to speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reconnect with Allah create that intimate bond and relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is there for us to also share our dreams desires and hopes with him um, in order for him to be able to uh, bless us with it and help us create opportunities for ourselves where these things can happen for us that we want so if you are one of the people who are sitting out there and you have in the past or still maybe feel shame or guilt when you're approaching your dua and asking Allah to bless your life just remember these things whatever the reason is whether it's because you feel ungrateful because there are other people suffering then change your perspective on the things that you're asking you might want to withhold some things for a while that's fine too but just remember that it's not for the sake of Allah that you're withholding it is because you don't feel 
uh, worthy of having the things just yet and that's fine too you can ask for it at a later time it doesn't have to happen all at once but change your perspective so that you remember that you cannot pour from an empty cup so fill up your cup first and the more water you have in your cup the more you can dish out to other people okay so keep that in mind when you're thinking about all the injustice around the world if that is your uh if that is your little hiccup when it comes to asking for something for yourself in a doha and if it is a question of you feeling unworthy because you're not a perfect muslim or whatever it is that you've done that stuff in your past remember that you're approaching a merciful and forgiving god and as long as you've asked for that forgiveness trust that it has been given because that is a promise from allah to us and if you're still struggling with feelings of worthiness and things like that then that is definitely something that you can think about approaching with a therapist or a coach and working through with them anyway my darling that is what i wanted to share with you in today's episode i hope there was something in here for you that you could take away from this episode and start applying to your life and start giving you some thoughts maybe into uh into a perspective that you haven't explored yet before and i hope it'll make you rethink those duhas when you're approaching them so that they are far more um welcoming to you rather than places where you feel shame and guilt all right my darling thank you so much for listening as usual um if you haven't done so i would greatly appreciate it if you could leave me a review wherever you're listening in from this is more for possible future listeners who find my podcast so that they know what to expect of this podcast and if you have done it already thank you so much i really appreciate you i will see you in another episode thank you so much um and until then my darling friend please don't forget to live in love